Good morning. Happy Sunday. It is September 3rd, 2023. I'm Greg, and welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up, where I go through the readings of the day, have a little bit of commentary sometimes. You can catch this on the YouTube channel, as well as the live stream on the various channels that are listed in the show notes. You can also catch this on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that might be. Spotify, I think, is the only one that has the video component. The other ones are audio. Usually about 10 minutes long. I don't get too in-depth unless I really go off on tangents, which I try to pull myself out of. I am not a biblical scholar. I am just a Christ follower learning along the way. I'm not perfect in my pronunciation sometimes or in my analysis, but I'm trying. And the whole point here is to help Others maybe try as well. Maybe together we can learn. And I'm glad you're with me today. Today our readings are Psalm 105, 12 through 22, 2 Corinthians 6, 3 through 18, or, and then 7, 1, and then Isaiah 3 through 5, 7. Now in Psalm 105, this continues to relate the story of the Israelites, beginning with how they, when few in number, were in Canaan. And um, verse 13, quote, wandered from nation to nation. Now they were protected by God as God warned the kings of the nations not to touch them, his chosen people. He created the famine in Egypt. Now this led to Joseph's destiny beginning. Joseph, of course, was sold by his brothers as a slave to Egypt because his brothers weren't pleased, among other things, with the dreams that Joseph was having that it seemed to indicate that Joseph felt that he had a future that was different from the others. It turns out that was true. Now, he does become a powerful leader in Egypt. Verse 22, quote, he could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisors. So Psalm 105 seems to be one of those psalms, unlike some of the ones that we've been talking about recently, which were psalms of praise. This is more of a re- telling of the story of the people. As we mentioned before, seems like sometimes back then, the way to tell stories are through song, which some of the Psalms are. I would imagine maybe all of them are. Maybe all of them were sung. But the point being is that it's easier to remember a song than maybe actually just a story with historical facts. Think about Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. You know, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, so on and so forth. It's a history lesson for a chunk of the 20th century contained right there in that song. I think that's the general idea. Well, anyway, we'll pick that up again tomorrow. Second Corinthians 6 is where we pick up the story in the New Testament, Paul's letter. But Paul gives a great line of advice to live as examples. Verse 4, quote, in everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. Now, he goes on to say that despite their sufferings, they endure, proving themselves by their, this is from verse 6, purity, understanding, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit within, and their sincere love. These are all attributes that show the effort of being, or rather the effect of being a true Christ follower mentioned before that being a true Christ follower changes you. And there's an outward appearance for that. But 
what Paul is getting at here's a here's a a fiction analogy a a and for those who write fiction we're told that it's more effective to show as instead of telling let me explain what i mean by that so you could have a character who's in love with another character and the character says i love you okay gets the point across that's great kind of kind of bland right or you can show the character giving a warm embrace or doing some action of support or some other expression of love and really detail that. And that conveys the actual love. Sort of like, um, oh, who was it who did that song, More Than Words? Extreme. Back in the, uh, the 90s, I think it was early 90s. And the whole point of that is that don't tell me you love me. Just show me that you love me because that's all that I really need to see. And how that that relates here is that Paul's telling the Corinthians and us that it's more effective to show our Christianity to others instead of saying that we are Christ followers, more effective in conveying the message. People will see the difference and ask, well, what keeps you at such peace? I was just talking about before that's happened to me before and that's when the opportunity to talk about christ may be there at least the door is opened paul wants the corinthians to respond in kind to open their hearts to them that's what he says open your heart to us verse 13. he then cautions them and i would submit us to choose your company carefully verse 14 quote how can a believer partner with an unbeliever for me, a related challenge is discerning who truly are believers and who just say they are. We all have encountered people who say that they are Christians, but outside of maybe an hour and a half on Sunday, it would be difficult to, for people to see that they are Christians. You should be able to be known as a Christian by your actions, not your words. And so because of that, I, it's, I, I look at, people who say they're believers and see their actions and then make my choice accordingly. Cause we're, we're, we have to choose our company carefully. As Paul explains in second Corinthians seven, one, because we have these promises, we are to cleanse ourselves of quote, everything that can defile body and spirit. This is what we're, we're told to do. Sometimes that means making difficult decisions, but being a Christ follower was never a promise of an easy route. So we had, we, what Paul's getting at is that, I believe, that if we continue to associate with those prior to accepting Christ and those behaviors could influence us and tempt us, then we should not engage in even put ourselves in that situation because then the temptation is there and the flesh is weak. And uh, uh, Paul talks about that a lot as well too, but not right now. Isaiah in the Old Testament is where we're at. Isaiah 3 begins with the foretelling of the Lord taking away from Jerusalem and Judah all of the material items that they have relied on for life. During this time, the young will not respect their elders. Jerusalem will fall because they have refused to obey the Lord. 
But during this time also, all will be well for the godly. But in verse 11, quote, the wicked are doomed for they will get exactly what they deserve. Reading this gives me hope for the situation we're in today with evil seemingly everywhere. It's going to be all right. God's got it. Just keep on keeping on. On the judgment day, the Lord will strip away from Jerusalem, from verse 18, everything that makes her beautiful. Isaiah 4 continues, within that day, few men will be left. There'll be one for every seven women. Presumably before, because most were killed in battle. But the remnant will be restored, this remnant. And Isaiah 5, 1 through 7, represents a vineyard as the promised land. So a method of using a story to convey a message, as opposed to just saying the message. It's a powerful way to do it. Jesus did that with parables quite frequently. Helps people understand by, by embedding a message in a situation that you can relate to. Here it's the vineyard, and care was taken to create a vineyard to produce sweet grapes with the best vines, but the vineyard produced bitter grapes. So the vineyard owner will tear down the vineyard and stop caring for it. Verse 7, quote, the nation of Israel, and this is the now tying together the vineyard with the real world situation, the nation of Israel is the vineyard of the Lord of heaven's armies. The people of Judah are his pleasant garden. He expected a crop of justice, but instead he found oppression. He expected to find righteousness, but instead he heard cries of violence. How sad, how, how disappointed God must have been at that point in time. And how great a lesson the people are about to learn. We'll pick up the story again tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. And as always, my prayer for you is that you walk by the Spirit today. Take care. Mm -hmm.